what's going on, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Chris Meany. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to hang out. It's not just me here today. You guys will be pleased to hear that Cam Stewart is going to join us here. Four games on the ice this evening, so lots to get to. Going to get Cam's thoughts on last night's action in the NHL and just the playoff action altogether. Prize Picks has been really good. Uh, if you've been playing along, we've been lucky here to hit a couple. Also, here on the Mayo Media Network, baseball prize picks all the time as well. So please subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. Give our buddy Pat Mayo is solid here by liking this video. If you have a question, leave it there in the YouTube section. We'll circle back as always before puck drop. But if you are looking to be just involved in prize picks, check out prizepicks.com. You can mix and match across all the sports that you love. The link inside the description of this video, a 100% first deposit match of up to $100 when you use the promo code inside the description of this video. So check that out. You know, I could come here and I could say, Miko Rannon, Nathan McKinnon, and just move on. I mean, if you're going to be playing, why not play those guys? I'm going to talk about a couple other players, but McKinnon is sitting there at 5.6, gets 16 shot attempts, seven points, five goals, 10 shots in two games. He's unbelievable. Rantanen, our guy, four points, eight shots in two games. He's at 4.9, unbelievable. But there's some better spots here, believe it or not. Patrice Bergeron, we've hit all week. He's at 4.1. We got him in game two. We got him in game three. It was a disappointing game one for him. He left the game a little bit with an injury. He's looked really good over the past couple of games. He ranks third in the playoffs with 26 shot attempts and 13 shots on goal. Game three, he had 11 shot attempts, seven shots, and an assist. He's got a goal and an assist in the series. His buddy Pasternak at five. He leads all forwards with 35 shot attempts and 19 shots. Dude had 17 shot attempts and nine shots in game three. He's in play at five. But Bergeron and Ajo, those are the two that I think really stand out to me. Sebastian Ajo is sitting there at 4.6. He leads the Hurricanes with 17 shot attempts and 12 shots through two games of the series. He had a couple goals in the last game. He just gets a lot of ice time. You know, Carolina is super deep, especially down the middle. But I notice Ajo is, is one of those guys that you can always just bank on about 18 to 20 minutes. He's second among Carolina Fords behind Jordan Stahl. At 18.04 is what he's averaging here. And that's what he had actually right on the button, 18.04 in game two. So game one, nine shot attempts, seven shots. Game two, he had eight shot attempts, two goals, and five shots. So Aho the over, a bunch of overs. But check out prizepicks.com because the shot props will you know appear a little bit later on in the day. And Aho has been there at 2.5. Bergeron has been there at 2.5. And it would take Pasternak over 3.5 as well. So check out prizepicks.com. Check out the link inside the description of this video. Good luck. All right. Let's bring in Cam Stewart. Four games. Cam, happy Friday, buddy. How's it going? <laughs> Meanie. Yeah, see, I tilt the camera. It, it's, it's me and Matt Best uh, versus the world. I, I had everybody. It, it's the best, right? Like, you know, you, you almost don't want to cheer for the Leafs because everybody hates these guys. And it's just it's unbelievable. Like every guy, oh, the Leafs, the Leafs, the Leafs. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to I'm like a goalie, man. Bullets are flying. But, hey, let's give Montreal credit. Let's give them a lot of credit in that game. And we talked about this, Meanie, rink rust. The Edmonton Oilers, you know, team playing pretty well. The Jets were limping into the playoffs. What happens? Boom. Kind of play us for fools, right? These guys are ready to rock, and they, and they shut down McDavid. Montreal, time to get their plays together. Gallagher back in the lineup. A lot of things better. Carey Price, healthy and standing on his head. There's so many things to think about. Like, the Leafs having a break with this Northern Division was probably the worst thing that happened to these guys. I agree. I was actually telling a buddy, uh, and we it's exactly what we talked about on this show. I mean, the Canadians had gone 
geez, Cam, we said it. They had 25 games in 43 days. Exactly. Never been done for a team. They never had more than one day off to practice. And I know it's just practice, but for a new head coach and Desharm to just implement some strategies and practice, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. It's just one game. And it is. Something very dramatic happened in that game last night, and John Tavares uh, suffering a, you know, an injury. It looks like all reports he's clear. I don't want to speculate on if he's going to be back or not. I would be a little surprised if he played on Saturday. I'd be actually be really surprised if he played on Saturday. We could see him again. Uh, but yeah, they played the last few weeks of the season without Price, without Gallagher, without Weber. And you can make a case that those are the most important players at each position for Montreal. So we've talked at length. We've had guests come on the show and talk at length about the Canadians being a good five on five team, the difference special teams. And that was the difference in game one special teams, a shorthanded goal late. Uh, by Paul Byron to to ice it for what a goal too happy what a goal yeah like, like, I'm a Leaf fan I bow down to Paul Byron what an effort like and that's and that, that that's like people it's almost the goal of the year you're falling down you chip it over the goaltender what an effort hey I've always liked Paul Byron you know what I mean he's one of those lunch pail type of players and he could be on my team anytime brilliant meanie got to be yeah. happy for the guy yeah, for sure. Um, like, just an underrated pickup from Berger, and I know he gets a lot of heat, but I mean, he grabbed him off waivers. He, he's done, he's done a good job of grabbing third and fourth liners here mm-hmm. and there and picking them up. I know a lot of people um, basically shit on him for just only <laughs> third and fourth liners over the course yeah. of his uh, career as a general manager. But yeah, it was a good play. Um, yeah, I mean. <sighs> I want to get your thoughts on what happened last night with Tavares and, yeah. and you know, Corey Perry fight after, you know what, Meanie? Uh, I'm not going to take the typical, you know, leaf uh, approach on this. It was a horrible hockey play. You played a, you're a very good athlete. You played at a high level when I was younger and thinner, I played pretty good hockey against like some guys that have actually like uh, played in the NHL when I was really, really young. So I understand what happens. You know, I've had my face beat in and freak plays happen. I broke my leg play, playing before and it was just an unfortunate play. With Tavares, the hit was clean originally, and that's what happened. Curry Perry comes across, and it was just, you know, right to the face. It was, but that's the thing. He tried to get out of the way, and his neck snaps back, hits him with the knee. If you think that's a dirty hockey play, you're obviously a moron because uh, it wasn't. It was a total accident. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, Meanie, and I actually will take the other approach, too, about the fight. Uh, we knew it was an accident. Everybody knows it, is, it was an accident. There's no need to, to fight after that. If you push me from behind and I like go into the boards and almost break my neck, then somebody on my team will come in there and break your neck for, for playing dirty and doing stupid things like that. It was an unfortunate, horrible accident. That's exactly what it was, and it should have been left as such. We were getting so pumped up for the game. I took the wind out of the sails. It was weird. We were, yeah. we were just sitting there going, wow, Montreal trial. Like The vibe was so good. And then after that, it's like, holy geez, how to – how did the Leafs recover? How does Montreal recover even? Because when you see a guy, you're all brothers, even though you you don't want to beat beat each other down on the ice, it comes down to you're all a part of a league and you understand how hard it is to get to the NHL and how hard these games are to win. Oh, man. Um, yeah, you said it perfectly. It was disgusting. I didn't like to see it. I feel sick just even thinking about it and talking about it right now. Uh, hopefully Tavares is good. You just you just don't want to see that kind of stuff nope. in the game. And I know a lot of people were – the players in the ice, you could see it. They were all shaken up about it. And the next few minutes were just weird. It was weird to see. I thought Toronto rallied a little bit in the second period. I thought they had a strong period um, in the second, but it was, it was tough to see. I thought, um, the fight was bullshit. Um, I, I thought agree it was with you. trash. It was should have happened. I know there's a code in hockey. They had so much time to look at it. Everybody's watching it on their iPads. It was complete accidental. And I know Corey Perry has that 
he's got that reputation of a so, dirty. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I get, he does. I, I totally get why people would want to fight him and good for him stepping up like a boss to drop the gloves. Cause I didn't think he needed to. And, you know, hearing after Foligno say that he had said to Perry that it was accidental, but he had to fight him because the captain was down. I thought it was complete trash. There's no need of it. It's just another play to happen where we could see another injury. I know I don't want to take fighting away from the game. I am actually in that camp. I like fighting in the game. I do too. Playoffs. I like, I played the game. You said it. I haven't played at a high level, but you talk to players who have played at a high level. Mm -hmm. It sparks the bench. Uh, You can protect your players that way, but also maybe the NHL needs to think about an instigator rule because I thought Foligno maybe should have got an extra for forcing that fight. Why is he forcing that fight? Why does Perry have to fight him? It was totally accidental. And you can say that, oh, that's it. And you hear the commentators. That's it. That's it. Craig Button comes in here and says it's going to be a sweep. Leafs. And then he says after, that's it. It's not going to happen anymore. You have the fight and that's over. It's not over. Because Simmons is going after him after giving a two-hand slash after every whistle. It is not over, and it's not going to be over. I guarantee you it. It is not going to be over. I just thought that that whole fight was unnecessary, and it didn't need to happen. But um, what can we say? I guess we have ourselves a series now. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we do, buddy. And that's the thing I do. It's funny how uh, how my life works around. I got I do shows with every Montreal Canadiens fan. It's interesting, right? And Matt, he's a, he, he's a Leaf fan too, but... I'm also a realistic Leaf fan, and I look at things not through stupid rose-colored glasses. I, I look at things through a reality prism, and I will say this. It, horrible accident. Just let it go. No need. Hey, man, I thought he at one point, meaning when I saw the stretcher come out, I go, oh, my God, this guy might have broke his neck. I know. It was hard to watch, man. And the trainers, what were they doing? I know they were trying to figure out if – because you could see blood on him from his visor, yeah. so I, I – I imagine they were trying to figure out if he was cut significantly. Yeah. That's why they pulled him up a bit. But I thought that whole, everything that they just treated it wrong, uh, maybe should have kept him down. It was a scary situation. I'm not going to be one of those Habs fans that says this series is over while they got a game. I'm not oh, sure God. they got one game. <laughs> you, this is far think, from over. <laughs> if you are think you the Habs me? are going to walk in there and sweep the Leafs, there's no chance. You, you got another thing coming. Let's there's a, no let, chance. Let, this series, though, as I said before, Meany, and I'm not, not like Leaf fan, oh, sweep, sweep, sweep. I say it's going to be tough. The series isn't going to be easy. Probably go the distance. Montreal, you talked about it. Five on five team. It's not going to be easy for both teams. I, I think we're going to have some a couple overtime games. I think it's yeah. going to be real tight. I still think Toronto squeaks it out by the skin of their teeth. It is going to be a very, very hard fought series. And if you people think Montreal's just going to roll over, no, nah, no. Nah. This is a totally different Canadians team. And you see what Carey Price does in the playoffs. Has Sidney Crosby and the Penguins when uh, Montreal's a plus 180 dog every night, how yeah. that worked out for you. Leafs open up as minus 190 for game two. I think they bounce back in game two. You and I, I do too. talk about games today, but I think they bounce back. Yeah, price is the difference we talked about. It. Price is the key. Good five and five team. Looks like the team in the first few months of the first few weeks of the season, but uh, Carey Price needs to be Carey Price of old and he was in game one. Matt, uh, I know you're a Preds guy, but you're also a Leafs guy. Do you want to touch on the series, the game last night before we move on oh to uh, your Preds? I am a Leafs guy first, Preds guy second. Uh, There's not much I can say other than you guys just nailed the analysis right on the head. There was no need for the fight whatsoever. There's certain things of the hockey code that, like, I understand are still in the game kind of thing. But there's certain things in the hockey code, and I'm doing, like, air quotes for hockey code, uh, code that are just prehistoric. And it's the whole, like, makeup calls. You don't need that in the game. Fighting in that instance, you don't need that in the game. Like, none of that is necessary. Uh, I think the most gut-wrenching thing for me was there was an image going around Twitter 
that John Tavares's kids were watching the game and there was an Instagram story out being like, oh, we're so excited to watch dad kind of thing. And to me, like that was gut wrenching. Like that's heartbreaking. Uh, I still think the Leafs do win this series in six has been my prediction the whole time. And I'm sticking to that. Uh, yeah, it's uh it's a shit situation for John Tavares. And I think you're right, Meany. I don't think a lot of people are talking about it enough that uh, the medical crew and the trainers kind of botched the situation. It was like, can you please assess? You have two trainers there, one from each team. Can you figure something out a lot quicker instead of being like, all right, let's pick them up and lay them back down. Pick them up, lay them back down. It was just uh, it was too much to watch. It was tough. And can we, I mean, we don't need to spend too much time and give yeah. the credit to some of these papers, but the papers in Toronto and in Montreal are complete trash as well. Like, I agree. Crunch, like, come on, have some respect in Montreal too. the, the, the journal in, in Montreal. Um, it was like dramatic victory with a, a shot of Perry's knee on, on Tavares. Like, come on, like have the Paul Byron picture on the front page. Guys. Exactly. A joke. All right, move on. I mean, yes. blood was boiling last night um, for sure, but nothing like playoff hockey. Right. I agree. Let's talk about today. Boston and Washington Uh Bruins here at home. Game four, minus 162 favorites. The Caps plus 140. Uh, So the Bruins have the 2-1 series lead here. Five and five play has been in favor of Boston uh, just a little bit. Mostly when you look at the numbers, it's from game two. They had a very strong game two in Washington. Game three, pretty even. But overall, shot attempts at five and five. 185 to 159 in favor of the Bruins. The shots fairly even, 87 to 82. Uh, the goal is 7 to 6. The scoring chances fairly even as well, and the high danger chances. So it has been an even series. We've seen overtime in all the games. Uh, very, very. I just love overtime playoff hockey. Uh, we've seen. Remember, the- we used to bet the overtime prop, Meanie? Like, yes. I remember. I'm like, I, I'm tweeting people. I'm like, why did we stop this year? I'd be rich. Hey, like, no, that series alone, three times, three times, three point. I'm just going, oh my God, I'm leaving so much money on the table. It's almost something you just do. It's like when you see a five total, it's like, yeah, I got to do it because yeah. it, it could happen. I don't know if this game is going to go to overtime. Actually, you know what, Meanie, get off my lawn. <laughs> Friday continues. And I have, I have a, I'm, I'm going to say some stuff too about a player who's one of the best in hockey history. And I have a problem with what Alex Ovechkin did at the end of that game. Nobody's mm-hmm. talking about that. Dude, Samsonov luggage had COVID stood on his head and it wasn't just his fault on that play. That defenseman was looking back and forth, back and forth. He didn't want to get rocked. It wasn't the total goalie's fault on that play. He stood on his head that game. You wouldn't even have been there without him. And then I have Ovechkin yelling at the guy in Russian. about you don't do that to your teammate. You can, you know what I mean? You can be frustrated, but that's a low class move on his part too, to come out that guy. I know you're both Russians or whatever. How does that goalie feel? I know I can tell you one thing. He feels a hell of a lot worse than you did. I thought that was low class for him ripping him in Russian there, meaning I think you got Ovechkin, you got to build up your young goalie. You don't tear him down. My I, take. I agree, man. hundred percent. I'm glad you brought it up. You and I are on the same page here today. I thought it was trash. You're the captain, dude. What are you doing? You can't he do that for a while. And now you, it's, it's probably in his head. Now he's going into the game tonight. Like, Oh my goodness. Like I, I, I screwed up. Ovechkin choose me out in front of the squad. I thought originally he was yelling at Justin Schultz. Cause I think it was a bit on Schultz too. There was, there was clearly miscommunication behind the net. He should have moved it. And if he's going to leave it, get the hell back in your neck quickly. Exactly. Um, so, 
yeah, a little bit was on Samsonov, but a little bit was on Schultz as well. Uh, but a lot on Ovechkin there at the end. Wrong. If you're going to do that stuff, do it in the dressing room. Dressing, exactly. Like, exactly. Don't, don't you do can't. it on the bench in front of all the teammates and cameras and stuff. Bad move. I'm going to tell you something. I know like Washington has been good. Boston's a high favorite in this game. I'm telling you, you played hockey before that stuff lingers. A goaltender are very fragile people. They're usually the craziest guy in the room or they're an introvert and they don't want to be talked to Samsonov after getting ripped by one of the best players in hockey history. That can't be good for business. I think the Boston Bruins actually might win this game again. I know everyone's talking seven. I'm going to take Boston. Uh, I think these guys can understand they can put their foot on Washington's throat and get it done. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. It might be a one goal game again, but I got to find ways Boston and reg maybe, or, but I even know all the games go to overtime. No, actually let's not do that. Meaning let's find a dance partner, but I don't yeah. like to lay that juice, but if we win the game, we don't have to pay the juice. I like the Bruins to go up three, one in the series. Me too. We liked Boston heading in. We picked them. Uh, they've been the better team. I, we still have questions about everything that we said in the preview. We had questions about Washington. It has implied so far. Uh, in fact, that, I mean, we've seen three different goalies. Exactly. <laughs> They're goaltending. Yep. For one. Um, there's, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think the Bruins get it done here today. I just feel like they've been the better team at five on five for the most part. And we can really attack some of these shot prop guys. Uh, they've been really good to us over at FTN. We have hit almost all of them. Uh, game one was rocky. We didn't get Bergeron, but everybody else bounced back. I mean, Bergeron's got seven and six shots in the last two games. He's 2.5 shots. Pasternak is probably my favorite play from here just because of what he's nine, four and six, the shots uh, dude has uh, <laughs> 35 shot attempts in three games, Cam 35 and 19 shots. It's remarkable <laughs> that he doesn't have a goal, but he is certainly trying McAvoy. Who's playing basically half the games. He's 1.5. His shot prop here today, three, five and five over the last couple games. Uh, and that would be it. Grizzly, I'll leave off the board, but he may get in there at FTN. So seven and six, I would rank them Pasternak, McAvoy, and Bergeron. I think all three of those guys. And Ovechkin has four shots in each of the three games. Of course he does. Away. And now, and now that he's lipping off in in Russian and get eight tonight, threatening to uh, you know to steal your rubles. I have a feeling that he's going to probably get about twelve shots on net tonight. The guy's going to be no shooting question. from everywhere. Yeah, there's no question. <laughs> I probably actually rank him too. I'd probably go Pasta Ovi. <laughs> uh McAvoy and Bergeron yeah um anything to add Matt you want to move on Bruins uh I love all the shop props I like the Bruins here I I actually think the price of the Bruins is kind of fair like the Capitals money line isn't that attractive enough for me to be like you got to take a shot on it I I still like the Bruins here I think they do take a 3-1 lead okay what about the total guys Five and a half. So I've taken the over in every game, Cam, and that hasn't worked out for me at all. So no, uh, it's been right at five, like right underneath. Exactly. Right? It's, it's tough. Do you like the under? I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. I have been betting unders and doing well. Uh-huh. Every series has one of those games where it kind of opens up. Washington's going to have to take some chances in this game. I kind of lean over, but let's yeah. not screw around. I, okay, for all you degenerates, you guys want to play every total, every side, everything, shot props with Meany and do that because the guy hits them all the time. But let's just say the best bet, yeah, we'll take Boston. I have a lean to the over, though. I think we can surprisingly see some goals tonight. Yeah, I was wrong. We got the over in game two. It was That's 4-3. true. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, they've been close, right? 3-2, 4-3, 3-2. It's been right yeah. there for the totals. Yeah, maybe this is a game that opens up a bit. Maybe it's one of those games where Washington has to has to open things up and go. And to your point, maybe Boston just smells blood and they just take care of it and go up 3-1 in the series. So I have the lean to the over two cam, but 
like I said, I've been the over and everyone. Uh, okay, Nashville back home. They are plus one twenty three. Carolina minus one forty one. Is this correct? These are live odds right now. Minus one forty one for the Hurricanes at on the road. Hey, look, listen. If Uh-oh. there's one game that Nashville wins, I really do feel like it is this one. I thought they I agree. Had a better game too. Uh, they had so many power plays that they couldn't. We talked about their special teams being just absolutely trash all year. And that's, that's a reason, a part of the reason why we like Carolina as much yeah. as we do. Uh, but from a five on five standpoint in game two, it was pretty even. It, it was dead on game one. It was a mismatch. It was all Carolina. Uh, I don't know if they're going to lose a game at all at home this season with that barn bumping, but now they're on the road in Nashville and I expect uh, it to be electric as well in Bridgestone arena. Let's bring our uh, predators Yes, hooked on predators. What do we got? (laughs) Um, I am hammering the ever living hell out of the Hurricanes minus one forty, and let me, let me, let me. No, this is the game, buddy. This is this is this is not the game. That the (laughs) it. I, oh my goodness, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, so many people were saying, oh, the Predators were in it in the last game. They were so close. Statistically, they were close. The quality of shots compared to that of the Hurricanes was just complete polar opposites. The Hurricanes were filling the slot, a lot of east-west action, and making Sorrow stand on his head like he has been all season. The Predators had a game plan of just, oh, we have an open lane, let's shoot. There's no traffic in front, let's shoot. And that's how they kept up in terms of just shot chances as a whole. And then there's been arguments made of, oh, the Predators were just one lucky bounce away. Newsflash, if you're relying on a lucky bounce for your offense, you're, for a lack of a better term, fucked. Because you need actual scoring chances, and Nashville doesn't have a game changer. Roman Yossi is a Norris winner, I understand that, but they don't have an offensive game changer like the Hurricanes do in a Sebastian Ajo, in a Svechnikov. And I show you a Roman Yossi, and I like I call you with a Dougie Hamilton. You show me a UC Soros, I call you with a uh, Nadelkovich. Oh, awesome. He's good. just so yeah. good. And the wanted. fact that this team went 0 for 7 on the power play, and tell me a time you've watched a team's penalty kill look more lethal than oh, a no. team's power play. <laughs> Carolina's penalty kill, like that's that, nothing. It's just, I it, will say that. But Matt, we've seen this before, and let me. It's now get off my lawn. Friday, Cam and Meany has turned into conspiracy Cam. Listen to this. The NHL, what do we want? Well, guys, you know, Panthers, Lightning. I think we can get a few more games out of the series. What? We're a gate league. We lost a lot of money in COVID. What are you going to do? A few extra penalties here. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'm going to tell you something. There's going to be no sweep here. The question is, what game do the Predators win? This one or the next one? I'm throwing it out here. I'm going on them tonight. They don't win that one. I'm doubling up the next game. They will win one game in the series. Carolina in five. We talked about it. Hooked on Predators. Knock, knock. Hey, I'm I'm Chris Hansen. Dateline NBC. Cam Stewart entered the domicile with handcuffs and lube. Hey, 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 man, I was just here. I, I didn't know. How it was. Oh, I, she told me she was 21. Anyway, hooked on Predator. I'm the Predator tonight. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cam, I'm coming in with the Predators. Matt, I know it's crazy, but Meanie, you guys know the way this stuff works. It's a yeah. NHL don't, they don't want any sweeps. I know that sounds like absolute insanity. I'm nuts, but the Predators will bring it. I can see them squeaking out a win tonight. It's it's hard to do it at only plus 120, but the line kind of tells you something too. They were good at home 
right? Best. Matt, I mean, they Matt were, Silence no, tells they me were he's, he's not. 18 he's, to 10 at home. He's like, is this guy a moron? It's, I've been at the Bridgestone <laughs> Arena a couple times. Like, the place is going to oh, be yeah, it's, 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 They're yeah. going to have. They're going to have life. They're going to be able to come. I think they're going to come out strong. I, I get that, person. but Nashville has so many <laughs> anomaly like. Just you have to do X, X, and X and have this overperform in order to get a win. Where Carolina is just, yeah, you got to play just normal. I mean, Rocco Grimaldi got a hat or had a four goal game. Kelly Yarncroke had a hat trick. These are all parts of their home wins. They, they had these anomaly games. UC Saros has been standing on his head. And I'm off the just the whole storyline of eventually he has to come back down to earth. It's not happening. It, it, it's not happening this year, is yeah, what I've boiled that down to. But Carolina's too damn fast for Nashville. I, I get the home team like advantage and everything, and they'll be buzzing. I think the first uh, the first period just winner. I'll probably bet on the Predators there or a draw. I don't think the Hurricanes will win the first period. But I I just don't see a world in which this skill gap between Carolina and Nashville so far is going to shrink any closer. I mean, when your best line is your fourth line and your best offensive chances come for your fourth line for most of the game until the third period when you're like, ah, shit, should probably have some offense right now, then there's just problems. And when Matt Duchesne is playing with Brad Richardson on the third line instead of being bumped up on the first line instead of an injured Arvidsson, I just have no faith in John Hines right now. And he was frustrated after the game. Two people asked him very fair questions, and he was like, are we watching the same game? It's like, come on, Hines. Don't be a little agitated little guy there. Answer the questions fairly. Agitated little guy. Here's the thing, though, Matt. Okay, you got, know what Matt brings up? In, that's what I like about Matt. Unlike me, Meanie, who's like a definite, like, feel this. Matt uses data, and he, he's kind of like the smarter man. He brings it all together, like, what should happen. I think we can find a middle ground here. Nashville to score first. Might have to make the card very similar to the wild game. Yes. This could be like a wild Vegas game. Nashville comes out two nothing hot and maybe they come back. Carolina wins like a three, two overtime game or something like that, that could happen. But I, I still think Nashville can win this game. If they don't win this one, they win one at home. Predators yeah. plus one Oh five to score first, by the way, sold, sold. Sold. I'm, I'm doing it uh, like blindly. The, I hit the, the, Minnesota. The, I, I hit Minnesota yesterday. Yes. I didn't get that kind of odds at all, man. Yeah, see, because <laughs> it's because it's hooked on Predator. They don't like you know. This, <laughs> no one believes. Um, I could get behind the Pred scoring first too. I think I really do feel like we're gonna see that. I Matt, you make. It makes perfect sense. Everything that you're saying. Carolina all of should us win. Love Carolina yes, here. I mean, we all picked them to go to the, the finals. Carolina the exactly. We're the Carolina show. Exactly. Carolina show. We like, wanted Nedeljkovic between the pipes. We got him. He's got been it, great. Man. The first few minutes of game one, it was a little shaky. It was like, hold yep. it together, kid. Hold it together. This net is yours. If you could just find a way to hold it together. It's true. He has. He is so damn good. Um, but it is tempting to see here, minus 139, the best odds that you can get over at uh, ftmbets.com, free parlay calculator. But Nashville plus 125, I think we can get on board with the first goal. Um, I'm going to lean with the Preds here, uh, Maddie. but uh, there's no question Carolina is the better team. Yeah. Scoring, uh, high danger chances at 5-5, five and five, 27 to 15 in favor of Carolina, 5-1, to one, the high danger goals. Uh, the scoring goals seven to two. The goals overall at five and five, eight to two. Uh, the expected goals uh, very much in favor of Carolina seven point two nine, and to Nashville three point eight six. There's no question the Hurricanes are the better team. They're going to make um, quick work, I would say, out of the Preds in this series. But I do think Nashville gets one game. One. Um, 
it has to be tonight or it has to be game four or they are just done. Okay, so we can move on from there, but Sebastian Ajo will throw him out five shots, seven shots. As I mentioned off the top of the show, a lot of ice time, a lot of shot attempts. Uh, he seems to be the trigger man on the power play. It does seem like Sveshnikov at moments is, uh, but a couple passes across, he does seem to look Ajo's way. So maybe be cautious of Sveshnikov, even though he had 10 shot attempts in game one. Uh, okay, Matt, is there a pred? Yossi, Forsberg for a shot attempt, shot yeah, Somebody, uh, I, I'd go Forsberg if anybody here. And okay. I, it, that's only if his line is at two and a half, to be quite honest with you. And it is two and a half minus 160. I'd take that. Arvidsson's injured. Don't even think about touching that. Yeah, it, it, it just has to be Forsberg here. I would look at the lines closer to puck drop. And if Matt Duchesne gets swapped with Victor Arvidsson, which I think there is a good chance that happens, Duchesne's minus one, or he's one and a half at, at uh, some books right oh, now. Wow. One and a half. Yeah. He's got to get going. Right? Yes. Like put him in a situation to succeed and not put him in the, on the top in the top six, give him some ice time. Give this guy like 18 minutes tonight. See if he can get going. Makes like seven mil. Look at to get going. Okay. Next one. And Edmonton in Winnipeg. I've watched basically every playoff game. I've tuned in at least to most this game here. Game one was a freaking snooze fest. I don't know it if was. it was because there was no fans in the building, uh, but it was hard to watch. It was a four, one victory for, the Jets, if you look at the numbers overall from a 5-5 five and five standpoint, 62 shot attempts for Edmonton, 35 against, uh, 32 to 20 the shots for the scoring chances, 30 to 15, so double for Edmonton. But it, at any, it, it didn't seem like when watching the game that the Oilers were dominating. A lot of the, the chances, I think, came in the third period when they were down and they were pressing. Oilers are minus 159 here, and the Jets are plus 138. Cam, got to give you a lot of credit. You were in my mind the other night when you were talking about the Jets, and you kept talking about the Oilers being fragile. Uh, We talked about them losing to the Blackhawks last year in the bubble, not getting into the postseason. I would expect a bounce-back effort, um, a full just across the board, a lot of effort from this team. But, man, they are not going to make it easy for oil country. No, they're not, and uh, and I do have the Jets uh, in the series just because of the price. But I, I sometimes in in hockey series we gotta we have to adjust and look at the situation. This series will go the distance, but I think Winnipeg, uh, you know, they could be in a little bit of trouble. Hellebuck was great on his birthday; he stood on his head. Here's the thing, Connor McDavid. I get it. Who cares about 100 plus points in the regular season? It doesn't matter, bud. This is what we have to do. You have to take your game to the next level. And I know you still got Dreisaitl, and I know your team's not as deep as you want, but it's up to you. That's why you're a superstar. Tune into Nathan McKinnon one night and watch how you play hockey two ways, oh defensively, offensively. He, no offense, I've, I said this for like the last five years. McKinnon's better than McDavid. I don't even think it's a, that's, you want to debate me? That's fine. McKinnon does all the little things that make you a true hockey player, and the things that he does is crucial in playoffs. That's how you have to play the game. McDavid's a sniper. I get it. uh, McKinnon does it all. McDavid will show up tonight. He was a ghost in that game. He didn't have his first shot on goal, I think, until late in the second period in the first game. That was ridiculous. I don't like the price, but I like the Oilers tonight. They will respond. Mike Smith has to make saves when if the game's real tight. Connor Hellebuck stood on his head, and that's why the Jets are attractive still, because Hellebuck can steal another game. I'm going with the Oilers, but I'm telling you, I have to parlay I'm going to parlay them with Boston. and to plus money too because it's they're a hard team to trust chris they are a hard team to trust um there's no question you said it perfectly i, I mean i agree i mean Nathan mckinnon this guy is He's the best unbelievable yeah i had him ranked number one my fantasy hawk but but part of that for the playoff rankings is part yes. of that because i think colorado is going to go that's true um and edmonton may not even get out of here 
I think they bounce back. I, th- I, I know the McDavid shot prop, we had it at FTN. We did not hit that. I'm hesitant to even go to it. And I've been hesitant all year to go to it. It's usually plus money in three and a half, but he's a pass first guy. He sometimes looks to pass off. I, I, I think, I, I mean, I lean, I don't think it's necessary. There's so many other shot props here. And you're right, Cam, we have, fortunately, we have been good so far with the shot props that I don't think we need to force a guy like Connor McDavid. I think maybe a two-point game could be there, but he's also up against a very good goaltender yep. in Connor Hellebuck. So I think there's better spots. If you are looking for maybe a shot prop, if you can find Jesse Pugliarvi, potentially, he had a team-high seven-shot attempts. He had four shots on goal. Drysaddle had six-shot attempts and four shots on goal. I would go Drysaddle over McDavid just because it's two-and-a-half. Uh, the price is not going to be as nice, but two and a half is, is better than three and a half, uh, even if it is Connor McDavid. So I think the Oilers bounce back. I had the under, the lean and the under. Uh, I still lean that way as well. I'm not getting any news on Pierre-Luc Dubois or Nikolai Ehlers. I don't know if those guys are going to play. Ehlers has been practicing over the past few days, but in a non-contact jersey. I don't know what the hell is going on with Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, so if those guys don't get in there, I still feel like the under is a, is a decent player. Do you have a feel? What is it at six? The total here? I, I, yeah. I see if, if I can get a six, I'll take it's the five under. and a half. I yeah. see five and a half. I still like it. No, I think the series is going to have sneaky unders. I don't think they're going to be playing these five to four type of games. I lean under and I lean Oilers as well. I think they are going to clamp down tonight. It's just the price is very frustrating because the jets are very attractive. At plus 150, Meanie, because they could yeah. win the game. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it's sure. not even like plus 120. Like, it's a juicy, juicy dog price. But I got to go to Edmonton. I got to believe this is a team that bounced back from a lot of uh, bad performances this year, and I think they do the same. They understand. If they go down 2 nothing, they're probably toast. I think this is a very, very important game. I think McDavid and Dreisaitl and the stars on that team uh, step up. Anything to add, Matt? Um, with this game, I like Cam said the plus one fifty, plus one sixty at some books for the Jets is just it looks so nice. Uh, they'll be the last leg of my parlays going forward. Like I'm going Bruins, Hurricanes, Avs, and then when I want to get cute, I'll throw the Oilers on at the end there. Okay. Um, next one here: Colorado and St. Louis Blues plus one eighty five at home here. Colorado up two nothing in the series, minus two twenty. Uh, it- it's been feisty, man. Yep. <laughs> I, when I say feisty, especially I'm saying it here on the Mayo Media Network, the first time I ever did a hockey video with Pat at a company that we all worked at, I said feisty to him and he fucking lost it. He <laughs> lost his mind. This is why I hate hockey. Feisty. What the hell is this? Feisty this, feisty that. I'm like, oh, you get points for hits. I think I was yeah. talking about Shea Weber being with the Predators. It's like, oh, this guy's going to rack up like six or seven hits and a bunch of shots. He's a good play. Uh, so when I, when I say feisty, I always hear Pat ripping me in the back of my head there. So maybe I shouldn't have said that, but it has been. It has been feisty. Has he been. can rip me. It's a, It's been really ugly. It's been feisty, ugly, dirty. You yeah. want to name all those words? The Blues have to play like that, though. They do. If, if the Blues don't slow down this game and basically play a game in quicksand, they'll get murdered. Yeah. They need to slow it down. Whistles. Like being the end, like, like just very, yeah, they, they have to slow Colorado down at any chance they can. Here's the thing. St. Louis, it got interesting at the end of that other game against Colorado. Meaning, I don't know. Do you think they have a chance tonight? It's, it's kind of the same sort of feel like but you have to win tonight to get it done. But I just think that Colorado is just, he's they're just too much, man. They're just too freaking much. 
I, Kadri's going to get suspended, right? Oh, for, I, for not just for this. I, I think he'll be suspended for the series, but it might only go four or five games. Yeah, he could get the rest he'll, of the he, series mm-hmm. like he got when he was with the Leafs. Kadri's got to Kadri's got to relax. Here's the thing. I like players that play on the edge too, but you do dumb stuff and you almost cost your team a game. Relax, buddy. You can still play on the edge and not do dumb things. Justin Falk's a good player too. Like, I don't know, know. man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the blues. They're going to be, I'll tell you, man, you take out one of my guys like that, a very, very good offensive defenseman does a lot of things. Like I'm not just going to say Colorado's going to walk in there and roll these guys. I know they're a better team, but St. Louis has a lot of pride, man. And they have some tough guys on their team. I'm not, I'm, 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 not, I'm not betting Colorado. No, I might take the blues on the puck line. Yeah. I think the puck line makes a lot of sense. Yeah. For, for St. You're only things. laying 30 cents on the puck line on yeah. plus one and a half. Like, you know what I mean? And the game goes to overtime or whatever. I get it. McKinnon, you'll have a flashback and I'll be seeing McKinnon put like another hundred mile an hour shot into an empty net and go, Oh, what a stooge move cam. You thought St. Louis was going to, you know, have a chance in this game, you know, but I, I do. I yeah. just, think they can they, they they rally together don't they meanie they do yeah and you're right i mean they're just a couple of years removed from winning the cup they have a lot of leaders on that team bennington hasn't been awful i don't think i mean he's he's been good he's been he was really really sharp in game one and he made some great saves in game two yeah i mean minus 130 for st louis in the puck line is very intriguing i that's a bet that i can definitely get behind we have been hammering um you know, a lot of these point props, we have McKinnon and Brandon, I think, in game one and two to have over, you know, one and a half points. We've had Landeskog. Man, Landeskog was plus 170 for an assist in game one. That stuff is just absolutely ridiculous. These assist props, I never really messed around with them, Cam, throughout the regular season, but they are super intriguing in the playoffs, especially like shooters. Ovechkin was plus 220 to get an assist the other day. Pasternak was plus 180 to get an assist in game three. He picked up an assist. Landis Gog at plus money to get an assist. Playing with Ranton and McKinnon. Are you kidding me? You have to take that. The guy's got five points here in, in two games. Uh, Braden Point last night was plus 155 for an assist playing with Nikita Kucherov. I just, if your book offers assist props, it's simple. Not simple to win, but simple to just try to target. Just to target guys on top lines in particular shooters who the books just feel like they're going to score goals. Matthews didn't get an assist yesterday. He was plus 240 to get an assist yesterday. That stuff is just crazy. So if you can find players playing in a top six role on the number one power play, especially just maybe take a look at it tonight, like Bergeron, Aho or Sveshnikov, Landeskog, like these guys to get an assist plus money. It's, I think it's pretty good to, to jump on board there. The shot props are the same sort of guys ran in two and a half. I, if I had to rank them, I would probably go Donskoy one, to be honest. If you can find I like him. Donskoy. Yeah. Um, three shots, two shots, last two games. His shot prop in game one was at 1.5. Game two was at 1.5. I'm not seeing him anywhere right now, but he's probably going to surface 1.5. We expect Kadri to suffer or uh, to get the suspension. Donskoy is going to get more ice time. He's been on that first power play unit for a month now. So Donskoy is a great price on uh, in DFS too. So Donskoy, Landeskog is a good price. McKinnon ran and all those guys for shot props. Man, St. Louis really needs um, like David Perron in their lineup. Like mm-hmm. they need, um, like he's, I feel like he's such a big part of their offense. I agree, Manny. That's, that, that's a good call. I saw at the end of the game too, um, you know, Thomas, there's a couple, of, I saw a spark from the blues in that game. It was like, you know what I mean? And they never quit. Colorado could have buried them. They come back. They, they made it really interesting. That's on the road. 
here's the thing, Colorado, I watched it during the regular season. I'm not going to say it's going to happen in the playoffs, but the difference between them going on the road thinking we got this series anyway, they, I'm just saying they might not give that 100% playoff effort. They could sleep. We're going to see how these teams react, these dogs at home, Nashville and St. Louis. Yeah. Need, I think one of them is going to win, and I would not be surprised if both of them won, but I'm a little bit uh, insane. Yeah, it's tough because we because we like Carolina and Colorado so yes. much. You just have to try to block that out, that these mm-hmm. teams are not going to go perfect throughout the playoffs. There's a desperation factor all the time in the Stanley Cup playoffs, especially when you're down 0-2 in a series and you're going back home in your own barn. You know, you hear that all the time, you know, with teams – if you haven't lost at home yet, you're still in the series. Exactly. That hasn't happened yet. Um, final words, best from you in this. I know you, we all like Colorado. It seems a little crazy, but St. Louis puck line, I, I think is in play tonight. Would you agree? Or are you going the opposite way? My, I, I guess my, my blinders are still on. I've got the abs here <laughs> on the money line, but I, I do like the blues on the puck line there as well. I might do a little puck line parlay uh, by the end of the day because I think there's some spots you can hit, like a nice little Jets and Blues puck line parlay, and on sites where you get a nice bonus for doing a puck line parlay, it, it's not the worst thing to do. But I here's, just, here's, I, here's I, this one. Here's this one that I got. It's the it plus, five, plus 550. Blues plus one and a half, Preds plus one and a half, Oilers money line, Bruins money line. It's five That's and a, a half good plus bet. 550. I'm, I yeah, like that. I'm going to yeah. put 50. I just put $50 on it to win $325. We're in. Oh, baby, we're that in. That click was real. <laughs> <laughs> live on the spot i actually heard the click did i, I hear, hear the click that's what Renzi says he's oh, like cam's yeah. pa- you can hear cam's paws going through the keys you can tell like we had a guest on him like <laughs> like that he's like hey i got and he they all understand now. it's like we gotta get our bets in it's a gambling show man like what do you want us to do here and you can um, tell how confident Cam was in the bet based on how loud the click was, too. <laughs> that was a good hammer on the click. Yeah. I, I, hey, listen, going against Colorado and going against Doesn't Carolina. Feel easy. It doesn't feel easy. They're almost good. suicide missions, right? Yeah, I know. Tough. Yeah. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel good. There's no question. So in game one and two, we had Colorado and Carolina on the puck line. We had both of them in a parlay. Game for game one was plus four twenty. For games two, it was plus plus yeah. three thirty. Uh, today, I wouldn't wouldn't suggest it, but it is appealing. It is like when you see it, it's plus five fifty. But I would go the other way on the puck line with those other two teams. I'm with you, Cam. We're on the same page. Maybe we're crazy. Maybe Maddie Best is onto something. He's a sharp dude. Um, on is the there way any out totals? Here, is there any totals? Quick meaning before on the way out. Like everything is five and a half tonight. Like every game. Like. I, I don't like the if, over in the Nashville one. I don't like it. Like I just feel no, like that one. I think Colorado St. Louis though might go over because if the Blues, because Colorado's probably They're still going to get two, two or three. Yeah. And if, if we think the Blues, like it, it's kind of got a four to three overtime game written on it, in my opinion. This is what this is what I would do here: Washington, Boston over, Carolina, Nashville under. I like the under in Edmonton and the over there. Jeez, um, that's like thirteen to one. Here we go. Yeah, over five and a half Washington, Boston, under five and a half Carolina, Nashville, under keep digging five and a half Winnipeg, Edmonton, and over Avalanche and Blues, over 13 to one with your parlay bonus. This one's going to get 25, and we're in. 403 is your return. Actually, I'm closer to 404. Let's party, Manny. (laughs) I like it. That one was with authority as well. I just. Put him in. Um, so from a DFS <laughs> standpoint, uh, it is McKinnon and McDavid. Those are the two centers. I think, you know, to 
maybe pivot off McDavid in tournaments. I know that's very scary to do, especially after he had a dead game. But if you're playing multiple lineups, uh, I like Bergeron there uh, for Boston. I think there's going to be some goals there. He's just been really productive on the wing, Ranton and Landeskog. I think Donskoy at 4-4 is very interesting at the three points. New hook, probably going to get a little bit more ice time with Kadri. Maybe think about the Blues if you're playing tournaments. Pugliarvi's 4-9, Taylor Hall's 5-3. And Craig Smith is three nine over at defense. Uh, I really like these Boston guys, man, like McAvoy and Grizzly. They just get a ton of ice time. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, you know, under five K for Grizzly at four, six McAvoy at five K. Uh, I'm very interested in those two guys in particular. I think just Washington and Boston and Colorado St. Louis, like those are the games to stack. I would just stay away from Carolina, Nashville, and Winnipeg and Edmonton. I think we'll see some low-scoring games there. Uh, what do you, Matt? You don't have any records for us. I feel like the show's been okay here. I've been riding solo for a little bit. Uh, I haven't hit some of the totals, but um, the shot props have been good, guys. This is not uh, about me uh, tooting my own horn. This is uh, about you guys. But 169 units so far on the season. Fantastic. 90 units over the last three weeks and 40 units here to start the playoffs. And I'll be honest, most of it has been shot props. We've been really consistent with these guys. They've been good to us in the playoffs. You're starting to see these guys who are really good shoot the puck when it matters come playoff time. And we're seeing that with guys like Pasternak. So um, on the way out here, just to recap some shot props, I'll just try to rank them from game by game. I would go Pasternak, Ovechkin, McAvoy, Bergeron. I like Aho in that Carolina game, and that's pretty much it. Um, Landeskog, Donskoy, McKinnon, Rantanen. I think uh, if you can get Ryan O'Reilly at 1.5, captain will show up tonight. I agree. A couple shots. Um, and that's it. I'm just going to stay clear of Winnipeg and Edmonton. If I had to pick one, it would be Kyle Connor. Uh, if I had to pick the second, it would be Leon Drysettle, and that's kind of it for me. Just to recap, I love the over pro. I like both parlays that you hammered, by the way. I got another one for you. Give it and to it, us. It's even more insane. Guys, this is the lottery ticket parlay. If you find some change in a jar, 15 bucks of loonies and toonies, listen to this one. And we are going to go wild, meaning we're going to start things off. Edmonton Oilers money line. Edmonton Jets under five and a half. St. Louis Blues plus one and a half, over five and a half, St. Louis Blues, Colorado, under five and a half, Carolina, Nashville, Nashville plus one and a half, over five and a half, Washington, Boston, Boston Bruins money line, it pays 90 and a half, almost a, a 91 to one, $15 gets you a return of $1,373.54 place bet, ready? In. <laughs> Twice. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I, I love, I love, um, I love so much about Vegas and their hockey team and you know, the show that they put on, it's, it's a great time. I encourage everyone to go there, but when they score goals and they announce it and you hear the slot, the sounds of the song, I, know. I just, <laughs> I, I can't get enough of it. Sometimes I find myself rewinding on the PBR so I can hear it again, like a loser, uh, just, yeah. but I love it. Just a tip too, for all you Canadian, like hockey guys, have fun with it. Like, you know what I mean? This isn't yes. like a jail sentence. Like you can say what you want. Like at least the markets in Vegas, you see the slot machines, the fun, the pregame stuff. Like oh, this is man. supposed to be a party. You want to grow the thing. It's not a business meeting. Like let's have some, fun here it's a wicked game it's a wicked sport it's growing so let's look like you're having more fun because i'll tell you betting hockey and watching these games has been great for me have some uh excitement right meanie yeah um totally i agree when you're in vegas the pregame your chair shake. exactly they shake 
man. It's crazy. And it's not like an awkward, oh, this is too loud. I don't like what's going on. It's like, holy crap, man. Drop the puck. Let's go. This is phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, just have some fun with the shot props, guys. Uh, you know, target shooters, especially on power plays. I just took a quick look. Landeskog is plus money for an assist. Bergeron, Aho, Sveshnikov, these guys, uh, to get an assist, you can parlay them and get a really good uh, parlay. On the way out, Cam, rapid fire. We talked about Toronto bouncing back. Florida and Tampa Bay has been, in my opinion, the best series so far in the Stanley Cups. Pittsburgh's up 2-1 tomorrow and Vegas up 2-1. All of the Vegas guys, the shot props, they've all hit. Every single one of them. Tuck in three. Theodore Petrangelo and Marcia. So all of those guys have hit. I think you can continue to go back to them. Mm-hmm. Do you want to add anything for tomorrow? Tampa, Florida, man, that series has been awesome. It has been awesome. I was actually on the cast and you want to talk about a roller coaster ride. Oh my, that goodness. was that game. Uh, you know what, Meanie? how do you stop going away from the over in just Tampa Bay, Florida? Right. It's just the way they play. Like, Hey, I know they might be due for an under, but that's the way I look at it. Just the way they play and Florida knows they got to get into a track meet with these guys. I like the fact that they went back to Bob. Um, I thought that was going to be a real problem switching the goalies back and forth and stuff. But, you know, uh, he, he actually was good at the end of that game. They found a way to get into overtime and win. I'm going to tell you something. I know it's crazy. I might go back to Florida again. I, t- I know Tampa Bay is a bit better of a team, but that could have spurred them on. We'll see. Florida will can win this series if they win the power play um, statistics. They have to. They have to have Tampa Bay go to the box. If they take too many penalties against Tampa Bay, they're done. Tampa Bay's power play is absolutely it's video game like. It's. It's. <laughs> I'm watching it going. This isn't even real. How I good know. it is. So if if Florida stays out of the box, they can win this game and series. But they got to be disciplined. What a difference! Like watching North, the teams in the North, oh. and then the, like <laughs> the Islanders power past, play compared to Tampa. Oh my goodness! Oh and my the Habs can't even get past their own blue line oh, without know. running into each other. And Tampa just gets the zone like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kucherov and Stamkos and Hedman and Point. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's gonna be a tough go, but I agree. The over. Best. Any final words before we get out of here? Uh, I'm hoping that my parlay works again tonight because I feel like I've been against you guys on a lot of these games. So, uh, fingers crossed. I'm sure the DMs between us will be uh, a fun one tonight. Locked on Preds. <laughs> Don't miss it. Uh, check out Matty Best this weekend as well. He's going to have some picks for you, some hockey and some baseball. Hopefully Cam and I can get together again before we get out of the first round. Enjoy the hockey. This is really the best time of the year to be a hockey fan. So from Cam Stewart, Matt Best, myself, Chris Meany, and Pat Mayo for making this happen as well. You have a question, leave it there in the YouTube section and we'll circle back before a puck drop. Good luck tonight. Have a great weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Cheers.